I think that a lot of people at first, before they see what I look like, think maybe possibly that I'm a black singer. And um, I think it's a surprise when they finally do see what I look like, but I think it's a pleasant surprise. And that sort of defines different category for me, which is what I set out to do in the first place. What's your category? Where do you fit now? In the new category that I've defined. <laughs> so, um, you, you want the title of the category? Yeah. Um, just contemporary female singer, you know. New. That's what the category is, new. What's new about it? Me. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast. Your place to be touched for the very first time about all things Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. Hey guys, it's Tony and uh, you know, he's a pretender. He knows just what to say. Hi, I'm Liberty and I'm not afraid to say I hear a different beat. Mm. And hey, everybody, I'm Stefan. Thanks for joining us for another installment of the MLVC podcast. As you just heard, we have Lady Liberty joining us on today's episode. She's back. Hi, Liberty. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, it is so fantastic to be back. Um, I'm, as you know, a big um, fan of your podcast. I love how you record your your episodes and and just drop them and and i'm kind of liking that there's surprises here and there things that i'm not really expecting so we we like to keep you on your toes mm-hmm. a little bit yeah and thank i'd you. like to correct you by saying that you are a friend of the podcast not just a fan oh thank you so much i'm i'm that makes me um almost as happy as as being front row at at madame x wait what oh yeah you've been busy <laughs> And and we are definitely going to get to that in a few. But okay. I know that I know that we have a a, a couple little news items to, to tick off. Absolutely. Um. You know, we'd be remiss to say that a week went by and nothing happened in Madonna Land because, <laughs> you know, a couple of things happened. Just um, a couple. Yeah. Take it away, Liberty. Well, congratulations are in order as Madonna is extending her reign on the Billboard dance charts by clocking her forty ninth number one hit with crave and oh, amazing we saw that coming it, didn't we yeah for sure the the remix is just amazing mm-hmm. which one was your favorite out of the two sets that were released i mean i really i really love the tracy anderson i mean the tracy young i do that all the time <laughs> the tracy anderson God. method remix i do i should that. now i should i was gonna say i should now be shunned from the vagina world because that was just no but i always make it it's tracy anderson's her like it was her trainer right yeah for yeah. like a minute yeah yeah and when um, so mm. she's done with her yeah yes yeah. tracy I mean, young tracy young tracy young excuse me i apologize i would go now and, and <laughs> count on my madonna like a prayer rosary um yeah, I, I think that one's my favorite. I, I I still think I'm assuming on the second installment we're gonna get the Rising Sun remix. No, no, no. Actually, no. I saw the the track listing. One of the Madonna sites posted the track listing for this the like part two. Yeah, yeah, it's in there. It's in there. It is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Well, it, I hope so because that was my favorite. Yeah, and I think those are due out this month. Yeah, I, I read it's gonna be out at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's and out then, in in promo in DJ promo form. Okay, and then yes, up if, next, if if you do a stealth s- search on the internet, you can probably find a couple of them. But we're not uh-huh. recommending you do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe a little. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never. I would never. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want the message. What the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> oh my god! I remember getting that, and it scared me. Like I was. It was like three in the morning, and it was dark, and I'm downloading <laughs> music, and all of a sudden I hear that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm busted." <laughs> Almost, yeah, almost like Madonna was like reaching through the computer at mm-hmm. you. Like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be fine. I mean, she can do that. I'm good. She can. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, the last time I stole Madonna music was Confessions and I ended up buying it anyway. So, yeah. You did, Tony? Well, yeah. you know, they were dropping like tracks every day. There was like a new one and, you know, it, it was the wrong situation all around because you, you, you know, you didn't know that the album was going to come out like, you know, like one seamless song, you know, and mm-hmm. you, you didn't, you know, actually I didn't even know the uh, track listing. I was just kind of cobbling it together. And uh, once I went out and bought the actual CD, I was like, what, what did I just do? You know, that was so I'm wrong. totally <laughs> judging you because, and, and I know I've done it. I mean, we've all done it recently. So. I didn't do it with Madame <laughs> X though. I was being sent all kinds of emails and I, I resisted. The only one I heard was I don't search. I find, I think I heard it on the Wednesday before the Friday. Oh, wow. You're good at resisting. Oh, I just, I just wanted to hear it all in one sitting. You know? <laughs> and speaking of wanting to hear it all, so I really hope that we get the remixes for I Don't Search, I Find. I know that Stefan pointed out to me there was uh, an Instagram clip from Madonna's website. I mean, Madonna's website, from um, Madonna's Instagram feed where somebody was dancing to a remix version of I Don't Search, I Find. So it's out there. It exists. They're coming. Yeah. And also... Um, the one for God Control, the Offernism remix that was played at um, an Israeli trance party. <laughs> yeah, I, Tony, I'm surprised you weren't there because I, I know, know that I know that you love your Israeli uh, raves. But I was like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, where was I? I? I must have been asleep at the wheel when that video leaked. Offer Nissam, the DJ, was spinning in Tel Aviv back in October, and I literally only just discovered this remix like last week and I've been playing it over and over and over again, like freaking out about how good it is. And, and just for all of you listeners out there, if you've not heard it, this is your wake up call. Just Google Offernism got control and you're welcome. It's, it's really good. I just can't wait for the, uh, you know, the official release version because I really don't want to hear people screaming in the background. I don't (laughs) mind it. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of like when Avicii remixed, um, Girl Gone Wild and mm-hmm. Cheap sort of like did it at that festival in Miami and I was like that was all that we had until the official remix was released and I was like that's fine I'll deal with some chants and some hoots and some hollers it's it's good you haven't heard it yet have you Liberty? I don't think I've heard it yet but that sounds mm-hmm. a lot of, like a lot of fun. You've got yeah, homework Yes after oh, after good. this podcast you need to go and Google and do your and then you can have a little dance party with your kids I will they love to they love to um no, they don't. They actually are like, Mom, why do you like Madonna so much? Like, Put on Taylor Swift. I think one of the funniest things, I mean, recently my 11-year-old was like, Mom, listen, I really, you know, I like Madonna and everything, but I really don't like her Madame X album. Madame. <laughs> like, you need to stop, son, right there. Go no further. Um, but, but. He, you know, what's interesting is because they're they're impressionable, and um, they're like, "What's this song about?" Like God control specifically. Mm-hmm. What's this song about, Mom? And and I really, um, you know, I had to explain to them, and it's and the the issue is so serious that it's like I had 
to really find the words to explain what those what that was all about. But then I started like finding myself getting more and more like, passionate in what I was. I was like, oh, she Madonna is really like coming through me. Um, You're channeling when I try her. to explain to my children about what that means. And that's really great, though. You had like a teachable moment. I mean, if it were up to me, I probably would have told them it was about an alarm clock. You know. Well, <laughs> they were a lot, you know, during um, Rebel Heart, they were a lot younger. And so if the song Bitch, I'm Madonna came on, I had to mm. explain it as Ninja Madonna. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, it's, I, as a mom, like I'm always looking to bridge that, you know, how am I going to explain this? And the funny thing is like, like even, well, even in this show, I, you know, I hear Madonna saying things and the kids are on the stage and I'm like, Madonna, there's a children. Yeah, I, I was a little uncomfortable. Well, I was uncomfortable that they were up so late first, and then I was uncomfortable that they were cursing. Well, yeah. according to recent reports, they are up later and later every night. Yes. Oh, yes. We will get to that in one we'll second. Get to that. <laughs> one second. I just wanted to plug one little thing before we dive in. Um, if any of our listeners have not checked it out already, there is a wonderful podcast hosted by none other than Luis Extravaganza, which everyone should know because he was one of Madonna's dancers in the Blind Ambition Tour and was also in Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. Um, and his co-host, Kim Blackwell, the two of them host a podcast called The Work Podcast. That's work, W-E-R-Q-U-E. So work work yes work um it's a lot of fun stories and you know it's, it's them sitting around having a kiki you'll really enjoy it it's um they recently interviewed nikki harris uh carlton is actually going to be on this week's episode and they've got kevin coming up if you don't know who any of those people are shame on you you need to watch truth or dare yeah, carlton seriously. gives me favor and kevin he's in showgirls that's all i need to say. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we're going to find a way to do a crossover episode at some point in the future. So give them a follow on Instagram. Check them out wherever you listen to podcasts. You'll thank us for it. Yeah, and I'm going to give some oh, other bet. podcasts some love this week. We have, um, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Watch uh, How Did This Get Made? And they uh, featured Body of Evidence in their live show from DC this week. And it's actually really funny. And the most amazing thing about it is, that, you know, they talked about this movie, they talked about how trashy and ridiculous it was, but they never once talked bad about Madonna. They actually talked about how great she yeah, was. Yeah, they said she was good. Yeah. So. I, was, I was, I mean, it's a hysterical episode yeah. of that podcast. And I was shocked that they said Madonna was great. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was. And then I'd also like to send a shout out to Legends Only. They did a Confessions deep dive this week and it was everything you wanted it to be. And if you haven't heard it yet, go and check out Bradley and T. Kyle because they are hilarious. Well, finish listening to our podcast well, first of, of and course. then listen to the other <laughs> podcasts. Don't hit pause and leave. No, no, don't do that. I mean, you know, just it's going to be cold this weekend. If you're in the Northeast, you can like hunker down. Listen oh to my podcasts, God, I know. You know. Liberty, is it cold where you are too? No, it's like in the 90s. No, I've heard there was snow <laughs> in Northern Texas. It's, She's it is in the South. Here. I mean, it's cold for us. When I got here last night um, from my trip, I got home and it was probably in the 40s already. And now today when I woke up, it was 30. So yeah, it was yeah. pretty cold. Yeah, we're, we're having the same kind of weather. It's just really windy. Oh, here. It's terrible. Especially it's, in West Chelsea. I want to go join Madame X in, at the Wiltern. That's how terrible I, I'm mm. not enjoying this weather. I think you should. Mm, right. Yes, but okay. So <laughs> moving on. So after Madame X's small stint in San Francisco, where um, I read one report where um, 
you know, the way that the venue is, is set up, you have to go out these double doors to go to the bathroom or go to the, uh, you know, to the bar. And every time those doors open, light would come in and she was not happy, guys. <laughs> she was not happy. She's like, well, if you guys still need to go out and, you know, go to the bathroom. <laughs> Apparently she kept, um, you know, my friend that was there told me that, you know, she just kept alluding to those doors like it really bugged her. So try not to go to the bathroom when you go see Madame X. <laughs> and so after San Francisco and, you know, the double door incident, Madonna headed over to uh, the Coliseum in Caesar's Palace. And yeah, she's in Sin City, Vegas. And how late was she? Yeah, seriously. Liberty? We were hearing about some irate fans. There was cries of booze and refunds and Liberty, tell us everything. Tell us all. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you so, were there for not the first, you were there for the first show. So I thought I would never, I knew I was getting there Thursday evening, but I thought, oh, my plane lands around 11. I don't think there's any way I could make it yeah. to again. the actual show. <laughs> well, think again. You know how Vegas can be. Like if you, well, maybe you don't, but if you go to a casino hotel mm-hmm. on the strip, check-in can take up to 30 to 45 minutes because there's just a lot of people checking in at any given time. Right. You so could I have thought, done, you could have done the check-in. You could have gone to a buffet and you could have gone see another show at another casino and then still been on time for Madame X. And you are absolutely 100% accurate when you say that because she did not start until after midnight mm. um, on Thursday. I mean, that's gotta be rough. I mean, you're assuming if she's not coming on that late, for people in Vegas, they're on vacation. So like, it's not like they're getting up to go to work in the morning. Well, that's what is so strange to me about it because it, it, it is basically everybody's there on vacation and people, even if they're getting there, if they're getting to go to the show, let's say it on comp tickets or something, because a lot of Vegas, a lot of times Vegas audiences have, you know, people who just get tickets for free somehow. Then, um, yeah, they don't have anything to do the next day. They shouldn't even technically know what time it is because there's no clocks anywhere. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> how did they even know? You know, I have no idea. Um, I mean, they, they wouldn't even know if it was daylight or nighttime. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's that's. I mean, it, I'm assuming exactly. maybe they had like watches, like actual people had watches on. I mean, Tony had a watch when he was, that's the only reason mm-hmm. why we knew what time she was going on. Oh, you had like a real watch? Yes. Yeah, I have a real watch, but you know, I wasn't really—he's old school. I wasn't really checking it during the Madame X proceedings, you know. No, but we would check in to just sort of see what time it was, like if she hadn't gone on yet. But so you were outside the venue, just taking in the atmosphere. Yeah. So I decided to head over there because I did have a friend um, who was already there from from my old hometown. So I thought, oh well, I'll just be able to meet him. It was probably about 12.45 by the time I got there, maybe almost one. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sitting there waiting and, uh, you know, it's a casino. So, I mean, I'm not alone, but there's a lot of people <laughs> walking around and like I start noticing people leaving. And so I'm like, wow, maybe the show's already close to being done. And I start listening to what they're saying and it was like it was really awful the things that they said about her about madonna about 
Um, there were people kind of yelling about, you know, she's the worst dancer. Um, oh, fuck Madonna. I, and this is, you know, I wish I was exa- exaggerating when I say that, but they really were yelling about how terrible she was. And then, and then of course they would realize that there were other people out there who had left and this, it wasn't that the worst show you've ever been to. Oh my God, the absolute worst. Yeah. I didn't pay any money to sit there and listen to her rant about political. I don't know what they were very both upset about the show, about the time, about, you know, and I'm thinking like, did something happen? Like, Mm, was there some sort of, you know, something that was, because I had never heard anybody come out of any kind of a show that mad before. (laughs) Um, so finally about, I don't know, 30 minutes later, another guy comes out and he actually didn't look mad. So I said, Hey, I was like, is the show over? Oh no, no. Um, it, she just finished frozen or frozen just ended. We were ready to leave like a while back, but we just left now. And I was like frozen. Like I hadn't, it hadn't registered that she only just had started at midnight. Like I just didn't get it. Like I didn't understand, but they were, but they just kept rolling out. People kept coming out and, and, and swearing off Madonna forever. Meanwhile, carrying <laughs> oh, back right, Madame X merchandise. Because it's getting later and later and later, right? Like you're outside and thinking, well, it's probably going to wrap up soon. And it just kept going and going. You guys, I yeah. think her insomnia is probably like reaching an all-time high. Yeah. I'm. Uh, who knows? I mean, look, we can all theorize as to what exactly it was that made her go on that late or whatnot. But, um, I mean, we've all heard the reports of people saying that they're you know, apparently like over 500 people actually got refunded for the show. Um, what, you know, like if that's what, if people weren't happy, I mean, I'm assuming Liberty, you were able to gauge were, were these Madonna fans or were these just like people on vacation in Las Vegas who happened to see that Madonna was there and they got a ticket. Oh my God, Madonna's playing. Let's go see her and dance to holiday and into the groove. Right. Yeah. It seems, (laughs) it seems like I would have been able to tell that. And, and, some of them were, were dressed, you know, very eighties Madonna, which was, I didn't see a whole lot of other people coming out dressed up. So I figured these must not be like big, you know, big fans. Um, maybe casual fans, maybe just fans of 80s stuff, but at any rate, they weren't necessarily, and I don't like to use this word in the way that it's going to sound, but educated fans. Mm-hmm. So I think that they weren't necessarily aware of your um of of what time she's starting they weren't aware of her just general political mindset <laughs> i don't know yeah i'm i'm curious as like i mean look we've all been to a concert where the people around us like i mean i was fifth row at confessions tour and the people behind me sat the entire show and i'm like who are you people why are you here in the sixth row watching Madonna and you're not even up and dancing on the floor. Like, so I'm assuming the, there was a large majority of those people at Vegas and sure. Look, if I had gone to see somebody else and I wasn't overly in love with the person and they didn't come on until midnight, maybe I had to go to work the next day. I'd probably be a little annoyed too, but no, I'd be having a shrimp cocktail at the Cleopatra's barge. And then I'd be (laughs) counting all the money that I made from the slots. Exactly. I mean, that's my thing. You're in Vegas. Who cares what Mm -hmm. time you're seeing a show? Like what else are you going to do? Like I thought, I mean, I've never been to Vegas, but if I was to go to Vegas, 
I'm not going to try to go to bed at midnight. I'm going to be up gambling and seeing shows like, you know, J-Lo and Gaga and who else? Donnie and Marie. Yeah, exactly. You know. I bet you Donnie and Marie don't have like mass walkouts. Well, you know what? You could have done a double feature. You could have gone to Donnie and Marie at eight because I'm sure they're coming (laughs) on at eight o'clock. Had a little dinner, a little drink, gone to Madame X, still seen the show. Did a little gambling afterwards, then gone to bed at sunrise. It would have been fine. So, Liberty, did you get to meet up with your friend on that first night? Yeah. So he eventually came out, um, and we were. I was able to, you know, ask how how it went, and he was just shaking his head. So he had he dressed <laughs> up as um, the 2003 VMAs with uh, with Britney. You know, he mm-hmm. had his, and his friend Hollywood. had the Hollywood had yes. And his friend dressed up as the bride, so the bride look. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I saw and you posted that on Instagram, didn't you? I think Or somebody so. did. I was seeing a lot of different posts by the same people. Yeah. And and well, they they um they were only they were one of the only people that I really saw dressed up. Like I was I was so surprised by that, but I don't know why, but um anyhow, so they finally came out and I was like, How was it? What happened? And and he was just shaking his head like it was bad. It was bad. I mean, the show was okay. The show was good, but there were people booing. They were terrible to her. Mm. Another friend um, came out, Alyssa. I'm not sure. If oh, you yeah. Know. We yeah, know yeah, Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. She said that it was pretty bad. People had thrown water on them for standing up. Oh, geez. Um, and I mean, I feel like, you know, it just has, it has to probably be like, I think the other problem is that a lot of the people that were coming out didn't know that they couldn't have their phones. So the phone thing had really aggravated some people. And then to be that long without it, maybe that set them off. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's kind of funny personally, you know, like the fact that all these people were that are irate about it. I mean, it's like, and I, and I love her response to it is that, a queen is never late. And it's like, good for you, Madonna. You know, like, because at the end of the day, yeah, fine. You're paying money to go see a show. But also, it's her fucking show. You know, like, if she wants to come on at midnight, she'll come on at midnight. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Liberty has a point, though. I think it's, it's more of a Vegas audience that just wasn't used to being told how to enjoy a spectacle. When you, I mean, I don't know. I've been to Vegas many, many times, and it's really funny because... Uh, as you get deeper and deeper into, you know, the night in Vegas, you start to hear drunk people say, this is my town. And then by the oh, time geez. you leave Vegas, you're like, wow, every this is everyone's town, you know? <laughs> so I feel like when people are in Vegas, they don't want to be given parameters. They don't want to be told what to do. They don't, right. you know, they're there to blow off some steam and whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But you know what? Madame X is... is not part of that. <laughs> yeah. It, and it, it, honestly, she doesn't belong. She doesn't belong there. Like in that, in that sense, you know, yeah. she, she's, you go, you want to have a good time. You want to see the person, you know, the star that you love so, so much. And then directly behind you is someone who can't stop, like who just can't enjoy anything. Like they just want to complain about every little, literally everything people around them. Um, that they don't have a cold drink in their hand. I mean, 
it's it's insane the audience in vegas yeah i mean sometimes. the madame x show is more theater than it is spectacle mm-hmm. well i mean though i don't want to say that but i mean it's spectacle but it's it's more like serious theater as opposed to a pop concert you know like it's not this it makes people think she's trying to give a message you know i mean all of her songs that are in it from madame x there's stuff that's going on there's you know she's there's heavy conversations that she's having people in vegas are not there for that right i feel like this show was you know the madonna fan has been conditioned to receive this show um you know the way that it was given to us and i mean i took it with open arms but yeah i don't think the you know the pedestrian madonna fan that saw her at the mgm grand in vegas a few years ago is going to love the madame x experience the same you know but yeah i agree so after the first debacle night you then saw the other two shows correct Yes. So, so after Thursday, I, you know, um, after almost getting in a fight, yes. <laughs> and on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So tell us, first of all, I want you to tell everyone what you wore because it was Oh my amazing. God. I loved your look. And then tell us your impressions of the show, um, just coming into it, you know, for the first time. Yeah. Did you like Aww. make that outfit yourself? <laughs> yeah. So I, I found this blazer at the Salvation Army or Goodwill or some thrift store and it already had this embroidery and like these gold little beads sewn onto it and I thought oh that's kind of a cute like you can dance look and Mm -hmm, actually that's the that's the route I was gonna go with it and I so I just put it in my closet I bought it in maybe September or maybe August and I was thinking about it and I was thinking what can I do what can I do then I got, um, I started thinking like I wanted to do something like look, like a look for you can dance, but I have very little time. And in fact, my time is so, um, limited that like, I haven't even been playing guitar. Like I haven't done anything in, in that I like to do creatively in, in like two months. So I was very worried. I was like, there's just no way I can put together anything that, is going to be up to my standards. And, um, especially because one of my good friends who went to the San Francisco show did, um, the girly show justify my love look. And she's sending me pictures like as in stages. And I'm just like, I can never do that. Like it's, (laughs) I'm, I suck and I'm so sad. And so I start getting on Etsy, like, what can I do? You know, people on Etsy can do anything pretty much for you. Um, or they already have it listed. And I found these two Madame X patches and they were white. He had some that were white and some that were black. So just the logo, the M with the X. And I was like, can you, are you going to make those in any colors besides just white and black? And he said, no, but you could probably paint the white ones. And I said, okay. So I bought two of those and I, and then I had those sitting here for a while. I painted them gold because I thought, well, the gold will work with the gold embroidery. And then I just started like, I started scouring the internet for gold things that I could, that were patches or that I could put on there. And then, um, so I found a bunch of things and for probably a month and a half, everything just sat and I was trying to think about what I could do with it. And, um, and then it it hit you. Yeah. So like about a, 
two weeks or so before the show that I was going to go to, well, the Vegas shows, um, I think she posted or one of her singers posted this picture of her singing. Uh, it's just the opening number, the God control opening number. And, um, with the, with the revolutionary look going on. And I said, that's the picture I need to have. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know, I didn't know what to do with it. So I, um, I start like thinking about it. Like I start looking for, this is literally two weeks before I found this guy on Etsy. Who's like, I can make any pat. I can make a patch out of any picture. And I was like, okay, can you do this one? He's like, sure. No problem. How big do you want it? And I was like really big. So he's, and it was going to be reasonably priced. And I was like, that's fine. No problem. So he emails me, well, I message him on Sunday. This is a week before mm -hmm. the show. Uh, is that going to work? You're going to be able to get it to me in time. He's like, yep, no problem. It should be there by Wednesday. This timeline is I'm leaving. So nice. Yeah, seriously. You're really cutting this fine. <laughs> I was leaving Thursday, so I was like, okay, that'll work. You know, it'll be tight, but I got it. And then on Monday, I checked my email, and he had just refunded me the money. Had a, He said he had a major printer malfunction, and oh, that wasn't going to happen. No. And I was like, okay, um, it still has to be that picture, so what am I going to do? <laughs> and so I start just, I start Googling like a mad person. And I'm telling you, all of this in the middle of like, teaching mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. going to my martial arts class so finally um i find okay i can do an iron on how am i going to make it for like dark clothes and then i i found a place to order one from and then i was like that's not going to work either it's going to be too short like time frame wise i needed to order the stuff from amazon to do it myself and i have never printed any kind of any iron on thing in my own printer i had no idea if it was going to work I ordered this stuff from Amazon and I had it in my hand Tuesday night and I ironed it on. And then, um, the word, the lyric I had already, um, I had to kind of go with what letters were available mm -hmm. at, at, um, at the craft shop and it just came to me. I don't know. Um, it was, I think it was really I, great. I yeah. was looking at it and I'm thinking, oh my God, she's like kicking ass with this jacket. And I've yeah. not seen anything even close to that on anyone else. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, it was for me. Um, I also had the dark ballet p uh, patch that she's selling at the tour. Somebody sent, like, I I asked Alyssa to send that to me uh, in advance because I this is a like I'm saying I'm like collecting little things here and there. I found like an Illuminati patch and <laughs> just literally everywhere I would go, I would be like, I need to check. Do they what do they have? And um, so I think I got that at like cost plus world market. And I mean, it's just like little bits and things everywhere that I could, that I could put together and it came together. But I'm, like, I'm sure you. your grand total for all of this was still far cheaper than what I spent for the tour jacket. <laughs> that is, that is probable. Yes. <laughs> Except I did, I did end up ordering the iron on thing like online with, with like that. Cause I made one and I had ordered it just in case mine came out like garbage. And uh, so I ended up paying for an extra one that I now I have. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll do something with that one too. But um, for your next show, so that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well, I still have my jacket, but little. I need to go and like redo some of the. You'll retouch it. You'll just zhuzh yeah. it up a little bit. So tell us. You yeah. rolled up to Caesar's Palace 
on Saturday night? What time did you get to the Coliseum? And I got there around nine thirty in a mad rush, though, because I I because I still had my other friend from my hometown who was going to go to that show, and I was like, "Do I wait for them? No, I just I have to go." And so I I just bolted. I went to because I was staying at the Luxor, which is kind of far from Caesars. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to take the. Uh, take myself a lift, got there, ran out. And, um, the guy on the way in the lift was really like, Madonna, she's still, wait, she's still doing it. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. Drop me Seriously? off right now. Drop me yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no tip. Kick him, out of, um, kick him out of the car. You know, Liberty, um, I, I once tried some sushi, you know, I, I cooked it up. It, it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I got there and, uh, I was meeting another fan friend. I got out and I, was excited. I mean, I always get when I and I don't know if this all hap- this will happen to you, but when you go to see Madonna, the butterflies mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah. the nervous just, energy. Of course, I get I get yeah for these past shows. I got nervous around six thirty seven p.m. Like debilitatingly nervous for no reason. That's why I would get to the <laughs> I, when I got to Bam. I would get there hours before, mm-hmm. I, even though I knew she wasn't going to come on. But I like Tony would be like, "All right, I'll probably get there around nine thirty, and like I'll be there at seven. <laughs> and, and I would just stand yeah. outside because and, I just yeah. Knew. He was burning off that nervous energy, which is what I should have been doing instead of like pacing around my apartment. Well, and then Tony would burn it off during the show, and he would just be spent after. Oh, sweating. He was exhausted. Sweating to the oldies. Well, actually, no, because it was all new songs. Right, Liberty? Yeah, well, right. so what did you think of the show in general? Um, well, well, let me tell you real quick before I go yeah. into that, because about my, about my outfit, my jacket specifically, I was standing in the lobby just before I was going to go in, and I hear this voice behind me say, Oh, I really like your jacket. And I turn around and it's Erin, um, her Madonna's makeup artist. Oh, nice. And if you, if you don't follow him on Instagram, um, oh, we follow uh, him on Instagram. Yeah, it's at Vision Erin, B I S I O N A A R O N. Yes, he's, you know, he wears amazing, amazing outfits that he makes himself. So I was stunned because, first of all, you know, it was her makeup artist just behind me mm-hmm. second um because if he's complimenting what i had created you know he was i was just like okay i can i'm now i think i could you know i i'm i didn't feel as nervous anymore for some reason um and then he was like can i take your picture and i said sure and i said but i said do you have your phone he's like i have it <laughs> but um he was allowed yeah he's like i'm not really supposed to but uh, he's so maybe I'm going to get in trouble saying this on the podcast. I don't know. But anyway, he took my picture and I was so, I was just so pleased. I, I, I was on cloud nine. Absolutely. I go into the theater. It. Probably showed it to Madonna. I hope so. I mean, even if, <laughs> even if he didn't, I was still, you know, he has such a, a creative eye and he really, the way, the things that he creates to wear and then the photographs he takes of himself in the outfits are so yeah they're really fun it's they're really fun so i was really i was really pleased with myself and and uh when i walked into the theater i was like you know it was kind of, i felt like i was strutting in and, uh, <laughs> held, held your head up high yeah and i had a bit to wait um before the show actually began and again i'm like looking around because i was my seat i was by myself and it was um next to the stage now technically like a front row but a little bit farther back so the curtain was actually in front of my face and 
So I really couldn't see um, what was happening. Like I could see it was, I was right in front of the speaker. Mm -hmm, I don't know mm -hmm. if the stage looks anything like, like it did in New York, but, um, but she was close and I could see expressions and, you know, feel the, the heat from the stage and, Although Madonna said it was cold on the stage. Yeah, I heard she was complaining to turn the air off the whole time. She was. That first night she was complaining. Um, I managed to, uh, I don't know, I, I, I wanted to, st I was standing the whole time. and But everybody in my section in front of me was sitting. And I don't get it. Like, there was probably four or five rows in front. I don't know if you've ever seen the map for Caesars, but the Coliseum there has sort of round seating. Right. So the seat goes back like the, the, uh, the, the section I was in kind of goes back like a cone. And so there were probably four or five rows in front of me of people just sitting that had, you know, I don't know. I guess they just, they were tired. They'd probably been shopping yeah. all day. <laughs> shops at shopping. Caesars are shopping, really gambling, nice. drinking. Had lost a couple thousand yeah, on the on the slot. Bought a couple of dresses at Versace. Yeah. So what time did yeah. she start on that? It it was the Saturday show, right? You saw. It was the Saturday show. I saw also the Sunday show, but she started uh, a little bit later than on Saturday than Sunday. It was around ten. 45 almost 11 when the because you hear several kind of warnings to get to your mm -hmm. seat and um and then finally her voice that you know tells you i'm so glad that you're here <laughs> or welcome you know, to the world your, of madame x <laughs> yes and you know oh then the butterflies <laughs> come back and it's just so exciting and um the adrenaline and um I'm start crying. I don't no. know. Liberty, I, know I cried every show. Just he chill. did. He did. <laughs> my tour jacket. My I tour jacket was wet from Tony's tears. Accept it. Accept it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I had an eye patch, and I was like, I can't cry through my eye patch, and I had to take it off. And um, but then I wanted her to see, you know, if she because it was kind of sparkly, mm -hmm. and I thought for sure she can see from here if it goes just the right way. And I'm the only one dressed. My hat. Um, I had the, the, it's a song from a Monty, it's a Monty Pittman song called Witch Trials. I had it done like a, like a, like a, a thing on my hat for his song. And I thought oh, for sure she's going to see at least that I'm wearing something weird, you yeah. know, um, which I don't know if she did, but I feel like she can really see kind of far out into the audience. One would hope so. I mean, she's close enough. You know, the, it's the proximity from yeah, her to the audience is super close. Right. And when she's talking, it sounds like she's giving everyone up and, you know, within, you know, her distance, she's giving them like the once over. Yeah. And, um, I, I think throughout the show, someone kept yelling Detroit <laughs> and she's like, yes, yes, I know <laughs> you like Detroit. Uh, so she can really hear, mm -hmm. I mean, she hears all the stuff that people are yelling. Was she in a good mood um, on Saturday? She was in a good mood. Um, the audience was was into it, except for my little weird section. Um, and they, there, I couldn't. I could kind of see also from my angle things that were happening like behind those sets. So um, she goes up the stairs, and I think it's she kind of goes back down some stairs. I could see all of that, which is always exciting because yeah. you get to see a different thing that's not really meant to be mm -hmm. seen, which makes it kind of a little BTS. You know. Yeah. I, I like that. Um, and 
And you can also tell things like by their expression, if they're, if they're happy with what they've just done. <laughs> and so I like that. Um, my favorite section. Absolutely. I, yes. yes. That? I was going to, you bred my mind, Liberty. I was literally thinking, I wonder what her favorite part was. Okay. So initially I really liked the Fado section. That was my favorite, but the chore the choreography for uh, I don't search I find is is my favorite. Like I, surprisingly, I didn't know I was. I just like that whole section with all the Madame mm -hmm. X's since I hadn't seen it live mm -hmm. it, at all. I, I was kind of thinking it looked not cheap, but you know, not anything exciting. But live, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, um, which is I think what I really liked about it. And of course, Medellin, I just that's my favorite song. Um, my new favorite. Well, it was my initial favorite off the album and then i liked i don't search i find and so they're two of my favorite songs um but she comes out into the audience she was really close i know it's, it's right there so fun about out. when you see the madame x show is how interactive she is with the yeah. audience you know like not just when she talks but also like her coming out and her it's like you're part of the show which is fun and the other fun part yeah. is also uh, rediscovering songs from Madame X that maybe were not your favorite the first time around. And now you saw it performed and it's like, wow. I mean, that that's what happened to me with I Rise. What about with you? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I Rise specifically, uh, but also, you know, even, even the older songs that I, you know, I've gotten a uh, not, well, I've gotten a little bit bored of seeing live. Um, like, for example, like a prayer, mm -hmm. not because I don't love the song, but just because it's like, oh, okay, but you've done that already. Mm -hmm. Like, do, do something else. Pull a do, do my eyebrows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I had to fit that in. We haven't said that in ages. So, um, but I really, <laughs> I loved seeing like a prayer. And I think it was because the video was playing in the background. It was fun to sort of see that juxtaposed on top of her. Did you guys also notice, and, you know, I, really figured it out the last time, but it synced up to her voice, the video for Like a Prayer. Yeah, I yeah. didn't notice that, but I'm going to definitely look when I go again. Yeah, I was like, good job, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's got to be, maybe that's the highly specialized production. Yes, you never know. <laughs> um, no, I think it's the nanny, the nanny that she's got to hire to take care of those kids after hours. Yeah, really. Oh, I know. <laughs> she made a comment the first night like, because in the section after human nature and all of, mm -hmm. you know, she has Esther and, and Stella come out and then, and mercy too. And she's like, mercy, did we have to wake you up? And <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I guess it's past mercy's bedtime. Yeah. She gets well, you know, when you live a regular normal life, you know, you're usually in bed by 11. Right. Madame X is not a nine to fiver, you know, people like she's look spies stay up late, you know, Madame X is nocturnal. Right. I mean, that's just what happens, yeah. you know, or maybe the eye patch is screwing with her. She doesn't know what time it is. So Liberty, I, speaking of tears that were flowing freely that night, uh, what did you think of Frozen? Frozen was, okay, so from where I was sitting, maybe not as powerful. Oh, because you were on <laughs> I the think side, I was, so you couldn't really see her that well. Yeah, I saw, I could see, I can see, like, I could see Lourdes the i could see the screen um but the way that i could see i could see madonna so closely uh -huh. 
that it didn't, I don't think it, I got the, imp- the right impression the first time when I saw it. So I was, I mean, I was impressed, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it wasn't as like, wow, mm-hmm. um, until the second night when I had a little bit of a distance between yeah. the, between I, the, the I noticed stories. that the same, the same thing happened to us because the first time we saw her, we were like in the third or fourth row. And, you know, I love how Tony just casually drops that. You know, we were just in the fourth row. I mean, it was very impactful, you know, number one, because it's frozen, you know. I mean, when did we get frozen before, you know? But oh, well, the the music for Frozen, I mean, musically, it was was out of this world. But you're right. When you get to see it with a little bit of distance and you get to see the actual screen, it is just, I mean, it's it's such a beautiful, um, such a beautiful setup. And, I, I forget where I read this uh, or heard this, but um, Guy Ozieri wanted Madonna to do the whole show, like the Frozen setup. Uh, he wanted her to just be on stage singing, you know, and I don't know if that would have worked for two and a half hours, but I, I, I'm glad that she did get to do that, you know, at least with that song. Well, I would pay to see that. So, <laughs> I mean... I'm one of those fans, though, who was like, is she just going to sing the phone book? Because I don't know how much <laughs> totally, totally. Um, but but uh, it, it is it, it is interesting, though, that she's behind a screen. It's you see her, you know, she's there. But um, there's a different message that comes across because of because of Lourdes being on the yeah. screen and because of that song specifically. Well, and she knows that too. Almost, I mean, that's totally planned and intentional, you know, but I love that she still did it anyway, you know? Yeah. Did the sure. crowd respond well for that? I mean, all of the New York shows that we saw, everyone just flipped their lid over that. Number. You could hear a pin drop. Really? Well, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't think that, or I didn't notice that people were like so excited or so touched, I hmm. think. But it's possible that a lot of them already. Well, it's true. Yeah, knew as the, as the tour is going on and on and on, more and more people are seeing it repeatedly. So maybe the reaction isn't the same. But yeah, I mean, all four of the shows that I that I went to, she when you got the Lourdes reveal, people went crazy, and then at the very end, right when she's looking up at Lourdes, it's um, another big cheer as well. So. Well, that this could also be partly because of the type of the audience as far as, and I'm not going to say that I know this for sure, but I feel like they're a little bit less artsy mm. and more party. Well, they might not have even known and, um, it was her daughter. You know, I mean, if they're, if they're yeah, like, come possible. with her, you know, if they're, what is it, come hither fans that they, no. What am I trying to say? I don't know. What are you trying what to say? What am I trying to say? I'm, 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 I'm sitting and frozen in my mind. Fairweather fans. Thank you. There we go. I mean, sometimes they're referred to as local fans, you know, not, you know, long-term, you know, in-it-to-win-it fans. They're not lifetime. They're not lifetime Madonna fans. They're not icon lifetime members. Platinum, gold, diamond. Maybe they don't know who her daughter (laughs) is. So when the, you know, like the impact isn't as as extreme as it is to us who were around before her daughter was born. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, Liberty, tell us about yeah. the parts where Madonna famously talks to her audience and uh, and is so courteous uh, yeah, with them. So. <laughs> um, I think you know the so the the political stuff was it, in the first night. I felt like the audience was not um, they weren't as happy. 
not happy, but they weren't as, you know, receptive to that. Uh, I think she had to really kind of be like, even though they were, they were more lively, Mm -hmm. they weren't as, um, like, yeah, you know, when she would say like, don't I have the right to choose what happens? Um, whereas Sunday night, I felt that was a little bit more, even though the audience was not as, you know, super pumped, which is strange, but, um, there were some moments like during the um the part where she sells the polaroid where it was clear there were probably three people or so who wanted to mm-hmm. buy it and i'm not sure how um this one guy got it like i i really don't know i think and i think he paid 30 something 3100 or wow, 35 i'm not sure yeah well the first night what the thursday night that i didn't attend apparently was this guy who was, um, I think he said his job was a pizza delivery person oh, I heard yeah, or a pizza yeah. guy. And he shortchanged her because <laughs> he said it was 3000 and then, um, then something happened and, and it wasn't that <laughs> apparently, but she, and she only, she only dropped the hint at some point in the show. Like, yeah, well don't be like the pizza guy and, and lie to me or something <laughs> like that. Um, so she's got something, she's got something yeah. to count in the cash in the back. Yeah. And you know, I wondered if it was somebody who had maybe wanted to buy it in San Francisco this, this Saturday night, because he, he came from San Francisco. Mm. Um, and actually Sunday night too, was a, a lady from the Bay area. So I'm wondering, you know, if in general, California with the Polaroid, that's going to be a little bit of a sore spot because I, I mean, I've already been thinking about how in LA that's going to be a harder item to get or at least to be competitive with because I think that the price will go pretty high yeah, I'm there. thinking someone famous, someone oh, bold faced celebrities is, are totally going to be pi- buying is, it. It's going to uh, be doing that. I mean, here we had Rosie O'Donnell and a bunch of other Anderson, nobodies. Anderson you know? Cooper. And, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe Guillermo Diaz will pony up some cash. He's going on the, I think the Wednesday of next week or something. So, I mean, if I had it, I definitely would just part, partly for the memorabilia aspect, but also just to have the interaction because you can see that it's, although in a way scripted, it's still organic as far as, you know, she's asking what's their job and she's got to come up with something right away to kind of be um, witty about, you know, oh, that sounds like an interesting career or, you know, um, I think the one on Sunday, she was a body, no, a security guard. And she was like, you hear that? And she's talking to her security guards. She's a security guard. <laughs> she will fuck you up. Yeah, she's um, quick. I got to give her that. I remember when, I mean, I'll rewatch my unapologetic bitch moment and think, because I mean, when I was, you know, she asked me, were you nervous doing that? And for that moment, I was like, just fuck with her. Just tell her no, because you obviously I was nervous, but I was like, I'll just tell her no. And for that one moment when I said, nope. You could see her be like, not at all. And then I was like, no, of course I was nervous. And then she realized I was fucking with her. And so she caught on and then she was jabbing right back at me. So yeah, she's really quick. She knows what she's doing. She's good. Yeah. She's, she's got a timing that is, I think, unmatched. Um, and that's why I've always thought she's such a good comedic actress, mm-hmm. but that's just my, no, I agree with you. My opinion. I mean, in this instance, she was just another showgirl in Vegas, you know, yeah, on stage. 
Um, I think the other part, what else is it? Oh yeah. The beer, the beer, the beer, the beer thing wasn't that interesting on Saturday. I didn't think on Sunday it was really beautiful. Um, because there's a fan named Mark who was also an yes, unapologetic love Mark, bitch. Mark Delphin. He's yeah. He was a fellow unapologetic bitch of mine. I finally got to meet him when he was in town for the New York shows. And we, we met up at the Nikki and Donna performance and got the chat in person for the first time. He's really great. But yes, I heard he had gotten picked as the, the beer bitch and got to speak with her. Yeah. yeah. Tell us Liberty what happened. So he, um, he went, he was in the, I think second row or third row, uh, just off to the, on the side, on the aisle there. And, um, he said he felt tap on his shoulder and he was, uh, told, you know, in a few minutes, Madonna's going to sit on the stairs and you're going to give her this, she's going to ask for something to drink and you're going to give her this. And so, uh, he did. And well, of course that all happened. And then she commented first, I think something about his, he was wearing a Versace, Jack, like a hoodie, I think. A, and a she hoodie? Was, she was, a hoodie? A hoodie, yeah. Uh, which, he can, which he can hear outside of. <laughs> yeah. his, oh, his God. Hoodie. A you best fact. be able to listen um, outside that hoodie. <laughs> so he, uh, and yeah, he he gets up, he gives it to her, and they talk about, she's, she's talking about his Versace hoodie, and like, is that is that a knockoff? And is, is he's like, is it fake? And she's like, and he's like, no, it's real. And she's like, nothing's real. Didn't you hear me in the beginning when I said nothing is real? And they talked about, you know, um, if he understood what that means when she says that nothing is real and, and he said, yes. And talks about his, um, you know, he, what in his interpretation, it's that nothing that what counts, what matters is what's on our inside, what's in our heart. And, um, she, he said, he asked if, he could say something and she said yes and as long as it was um you know i can't remember the word that she used exactly but if it was if it was inspiring and and profound and he said yes and he talked about his his husband who had recently passed away and they would go to loads of madonna shows and they were big fans and uh, he talked about how um proud he would be of him for for having that moment with madonna and he would, um, for sure. I didn't know Jerry personally, but I recorded their moment, um, Mark and Madonna's moment on the stage in San Antonio. And I shared the video with them because I was in, in a very good mm-hmm. seat. And they were very, very thankful that I had that good video for them. And um, so I've always felt, you know, I was very touched by that moment just because it was so genuine madonna took his hand and said you know i'm going to dedicate extreme oxidant this next song i'm going to dedicate to jerry and uh oh it was just so touching i feel like you know yes as as spontaneous and witty as she is she's also um able to to really to be genuine in Mm -hmm. moments like that that are so personal for a fan Right. She understood the gravity of what it was for him and his situation. And sort of, she was able to sort of see outside of that moment to understand this is important for him because of who she is and how meaningful it is. And then also at the same time, she's also a performer and she knows how it's resonating around the theater at that moment in time. So I'm sure everyone was sort of just like, it was probably just really endearing and really sweet. It was, it was quiet as could be just because we were all like, oh my gosh, like his husband passed away. I mean, I knew, but 
But for everybody else who didn't know Mark and, and all of the people in the audience and, and we all, you know, were just so enthralled by the, just, just the, the, the touching moment. And when you have a chance to say something to Madonna, what right. do you say? You know what I mean? Like he said, he didn't know that, that that was going to happen. And, and really I feel like he might've been thinking, what would I say if I have one chance just to say something, um, to her, what will I say? And, and I feel like he really, he sees the moment, um, and that he didn't start crying. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe he was, I was crying. Uh, and I know people around me were in tears too, just, just because it was so, um, you know, we all have things that help that Madonna helps us get mm-hmm. through. And I know, um, I think Jerry was his angel, but that's mm. just, yeah, I think he definitely had something to do with it. I mean, I keep telling non-fans that Madonna is capable of these moments, but unless you see them, you know, it's hard to uh, to kind of put it all into context because she can be kind of snippy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and, and for sure, apparently Thursday's night, Thursday night's show, she was a real mm-hmm. bitch. Like, she was in a very bitchy mood. Probably because, you know, people well, were booing. Yeah, if people but... were booing me, I wouldn't be too pleased either. Yeah, and I would be unapologetic yeah. about it too. <laughs> Yeah, overall, I think it had to even do a number on the dancers thinking about that. Um, oh, I'm sure the energy in the room but, when something like that's happening has got to be really, I mean, it, it affects it. You know, like if you have that many people sending negative energy out into a space, mm-hmm. it's a confined space. It starts to affect everyone around you. It affects the performers backstage who are hearing that. I'm sure it affected her to be like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody yeah. that works with her has got to walk on eggshells. Cause, oh, my God. Know. To be a, in <laughs> to be backstage when that's going on, I would not have wanted to be there for that no way no yeah and i feel like uh i mean the end of the sunday show for me was really special just because she you know she does come through the audience during i rise and my seat was on the aisle oh really nice Um, yeah i didn't get a fist bump because there's like a i know there's like a brass railing that goes through the middle of the aisle and security they um they took her up just on the other side of the brass railing but Man, is she amazing! Mm. Beautiful up close. Yeah, she looks damn good for sixty-one. And she was smiling, and she was happy, and her eyes are just like you can't. I'm sorry, but there's just you can't tell me like that she wasn't having a good time. That she either she was happy she was leaving, <laughs> or or she was happy with the with seeing. It looked like sometimes you get this little feeling that. Even she can't believe that everybody's there to see her, which sounds crazy, but she was, she had this just look of like, yeah, this is such a good time. And, and I, and we're all going to rise together. And, um, and then I, and then all the dancers kind of come through and, and I screamed about, I screamed, yay, Marvin, (laughs) Marvin, um, He turns around and he's like, do I know you? And, and then, and then I got a little, a little handshake from a Batucadera. So that was good. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait. You oh, touched a Batucadera? There you had to say it, didn't you? <laughs> I touched a Batucadera. You I know did. how I feel about Batuca and the Batucaderas and the whole world of Batuca. <laughs> Tony oh, is, see, he, there's so much to process. He wants to hire them for his next birthday party. Too. I want to hire them to live with me. <laughs> <laughs> he's moving to Lisbon. 
every morning oh, we'll wake up in a circle and we'll drum <laughs> and sing. It's a long day. It, Tony's actually, uh, you, you don't see this because it's a podcast. You can't, Tony actually records the podcast <laughs> balancing a bottle of liquor on top of his head. No, I, I mean, Stefan will attest to this during the last time we saw Madame X. Like I was just like, I couldn't wait for Batuka. And when I started, you know, to see the, you know, see them walking down the hall, I was like screaming. I was like, Batuka! Everyone's looking at me like, are you insane? But it's a really great part of the show, wouldn't it you is, say? Yeah. Yeah, it's an amazing part of the show. Just the part, I think there's this musical interlude with the map that's going across yeah, the screen. I want that, music. that part, the 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 music is so good, right? And um and then they come from behind. I totally didn't know that. And and you just you just want to like be walking with them you want to just kind of keep going up the stage with them and then you see that's the first glimpse of madonna with the dark mm -hmm. wig and wow she's stunning she's absolutely stunning and the dress is beautiful and the knee uh, you don't even notice the way that she's moving that if if it's bothering her she's she doesn't look like she's in suck, it up, madonna. Um, suck it up she's probably just got a really good cortisone shot you know i mean mm -hmm. i guess but and that's why I was so stunned also by, by the dancing in like, in I don't search, I find because of all of the dancing that she does right there and, and the movement and the stairs and all of that. It, it's really stunning what she's still, you know, she's, she's still able to do in spite of having any mm -hmm. pain on her knee. So one of the things um, I love the most are, you know, especially you'll agree with me because you were up front is when you get to see her like kind of losing herself in the number in the music. Like I, I, I noticed that during Medellin, I noticed it during Crave where she's just dancing and she's on stage with her dancers. And she's just like, like you just see her smiling from ear to ear and it's almost like, you know, I'm just going to do this, you know, um, it, yeah. it's such a gift to be able to see her up close. Like, you know, not thinking about the next step or not thinking about the next note. It's more like uh, she's just lost in music. And I guess that's what I love about that whole section of the show, the photo section, is that there's there's this party ambience that's kind of happening, and it feels, um, it feels like home. Yeah, uh, good for her, yeah. for her. You know, like she, she's got she's got the people, you know, her all of her dancers who are almost friends because they're often with her outside of. I mean, you know, they get invited to birthday parties and things and musicians and it's music and she's she's singing in in portuguese and and she and she's the center of attention so it's like doesn't she sound amazing when she what sings in portuguese yes wow um the moment with uh gaspar mm -hmm. on stage that's that's gorgeous yeah those are the moments because yeah so i know young. right and those are the moments i live for because we've never really seen her do anything that that i mean it's obviously rehearsed and choreographed but we've it doesn't come off that way. You know, it almost seems very natural. Like, Oh, here comes my friend Gaspar. We're going to play a song, you know, she's yeah. a showgirl. She knows how to, mm -hmm. she knows how to do it. Thank, thank you. Madonna. <laughs> so, um, Stefan likes to do a little rapid fire. Why don't you do a Madame X centric? You know, I thought, fire. I thought about, I was like, well, we, we've already done the, uh, the lightning round with, with, uh, Liberty and her, on her first, her first, introduction to the podcast but yeah i was gonna say um what is your i'll, I'll limit it it'll just be one uh one 
per question. What's your your favorite number from Madame X tour? Oh, I don't search in okay. mind. Uh, what's your favorite look from the Madame X tour? Um, definitely the dark wig. Mm, okay. I thought you were going to say the God control look because that was. It, it, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but her with the dark little short bob like it that works on her i do i really like that look on her too yeah. and then so this will be a slight bend on the the another question how do you rank this in terms of her other tours that she's done it's to me it can't be um compared i i don't even want to put it in the same mm-hmm. file just because to me it it you know, she could have tried to do some of the stuff in an arena and it, and it would have been fine. Um, it, like for example, she could have done the photo whole scene. She could have done it in on a big stage. She could have done it. She could have also done, um, she could have done any of them, but there's such a, I like to call the show like it's really big, but it's yeah. small. Mm-hmm. It's a small feeling show and, um, and everything is right there all the time. So it, it doesn't. Yeah, it would have been a really them. different show had she done an arena for this. It just would have lost something. It would have been, right. She, I mean, she obviously would have been able to sort of zhuzh it up, make it bigger, like inflate it to sort of fill an arena. But that would have changed mm-hmm. the dynamic of the show that she's trying to do because, you know, she's, it's, she's trying to equal what the experience that she had when she was in Lisbon. If this show were in an arena, yeah. the photo club section would have been like Dick Tracy section in Blonde Ambition, and everybody would have been out getting hot dogs and beer. Totally. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, and she wouldn't have been able to chat with the audience quite the same. You know, like she wouldn't have been, people would have, that they totally would have gone for bathroom breaks or gone for beers if she was chatting that long in a stadium. Yeah. I mean, I have three words for you. Leila Palatute, you know? <laughs> okay okay yeah I, I see what you've done there i can't believe i got those words oh my all, god all at the same time <laughs> wow that was really yeah that was that was that's true 100 percent actually because um although i don't know sticky and sweet is also kind of a different beast but it's you're right i think even though i would have loved it i'm yes. a sucker you know what i mean like it's it's easy to please somebody like me, but other people would have been like. I feel more. like I feel like this uh, this tour this show is the most accessible to the fans, but the most inaccessible to like the casual Madonna fan. You know, she should have said yeah. that. You know, she basically <laughs> it should have been on the ticket. That. Yeah, we would just be like, "Are you a, a fair weather Madonna fan? You shouldn't come to this." Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have to say it. I feel like once you've seen. Once you've seen it, you know that this is for the, yeah. the fans. This is not something, first of all, the ticket prices and, and, you know, starting late here and there, we will, most of the big fans anyways, will, will be like, okay, I mean, she'll start when she starts and we'll figure it out. Um, some of the, some of them are very offended by it, but the, the, the intimacy is, is there for us. It's those who have been, you know, and maybe you are a fairly new fan, but you can still be yeah. as as head over heels for her as somebody who's long term. 
fan. Um, but it's yeah. for mm-hmm. us from the size of the venue to, to this, you know, the songs that she, yes, it's Madame X heavy, but she didn't have to do Papa don't preach at all. At yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and you wouldn't have missed it necessarily. Um, that's just yeah. my So to opinion. all the disgruntled fans in quotes <laughs> that were offended during the Madame X tour, I have one thing to say. Celine Dion is going on a worldwide tour next year. There you go. And she will be on time. She will sing the hits and the merch will be cheap. So, I mean, it'll be great. It'll, I'm not saying it won't be, but I'm just saying it's a different kind of a show for a different kind of a fan. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to Luby's first. Did you can you have your Luby's? nice little... You. Oh God! What? Is, <laughs> yeah, is that is only a Texas thing? thing? And um, let me tell you that I grew up with a Luann platter, and I miss it to this day. I would always get the fried fish, macaroni and cheese with a roll. Me too. Oh my God! It's oh so God! Good. This food sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. <laughs> it's a cafeteria in Texas, and like they serve you behind the counter, and everybody in there is over ninety years old. It is heaven. Do you have to wear like cowboy yeah. boots and a? You don't have to, but it doesn't hurt. Oh, okay. You don't have to, but you have to. You do have to eat by like, dinner. Is it by like biscuits and gravy? And yeah, you can get that too. Oh, okay. But yeah, the- yeah, liver and onions. Ugh, liver gross. and onions. No, it's actually really Ew. good. Luby's. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I'm not having that. Luby's is an institution, and I I only think about going back to Texas just to get to go to Austin and eat Luby's, Trudy's. I'm and, imagining yeah. that it's like Alice, the diner, you know, like in, in Alice, the TV show with like flow with like kiss my grits. No, no, it's, it's, no. it's an very, very old school concept. You walk in and the food is on the other side of the counter and there are women serving it and putting it on. They used to do it on trays. Now they just do, now they just do plates. Oh, I see. Um, I see. Oh, so like, yeah, like if you were in the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, I remember this, and then we'll move back on to Madonna. In fifth grade, <laughs> you know, you dress up for Halloween, and this girl shows up in the full-on 70s Luby's waitress uniform, and I wanted to steal it from her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good idea. No, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you got kids. You can come up with that for next year. <laughs> yeah. So. First, I have to Liberty, take your next show. Getting back to Madonna, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, Luby's. Thank you. Lube, you know what? Thank I was going to say, Luby's is not sponsoring this podcast. Hashtag like, not an ad. Seriously. I mean, <laughs> what, what the hell are we talking about this place? Can you throw us some biscuits and gravy, Luby's? Um, getting back to Madonna. Um, Liberty, when is your next show in Los Angeles? My next show and projected final show is Sunday. Never in Los say Angeles. never. Oh wait, I'm definitely. I've lost all track of time. So when does LA start? Soon, right? I think it is on Wednesday. The original oh, right. was Where's Tuesday. Right. Exactly. Okay. And, hey, I'm glad uh, she she kept yeah. her opening night in Vegas. You know, and, although at this point she might have <laughs> well just canceled the whole thing. <laughs> she almost she almost she, didn't well, keep know, it. <laughs> yeah. She almost did two shows in the same day. Yes, I know. Yeah. So she works hard. I mean, (laughs) dang. Yeah. I just wanted to get a good night's um, sleep. That's all I want as a Madonna fan. Yes. It's got to be a good day. Give her some melatonin. I mean, (laughs) she needs a melatonin patch. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. 
if she was in Vegas, she could have got herself some CBD gummies because that's mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the rage. Well, among yeah. other things. Yeah, she could have gotten an IV Vegas, drip. I got, right. I got I mean, an oxygen seriously. facial in Vegas How- once. I mean, we don't want it to veer into like Michael Jackson territory here, but like, <laughs> I mean, you know, like, but yeah, the woman needs a good night of sleep. I mm-hmm. mean, I feel like my heart goes out for well, her. Well, she but, does. Uh, so you're going. So you go to you Los know, Angeles really soon, then. I go. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I get there Saturday because um, I can't take really any more time off work for this for Vegas. I really took mm-hmm. too much time. I, I got mm-hmm. there Thursday, and um, and then I was there until Monday. So that's a long time in Vegas time. If you're, if you're there, it's like, okay, I've been on the strip. Like there's nothing else for me here. If you're yeah, not a gambler, yeah, yeah. there's Trust me, I know. I don't, I don't gamble um, and I don't drink. So when I go to Vegas, I drink Red Bull and I try to see as many shows as I can. <laughs> yeah. You just keep walking. I guess I could have gone to see Gaga one night, but I don't, I'm not sure if. I don't think if, Madonna uh, would allow that. No, you're not allowed canceled. to do that. No, I'm. I'm Madame X doesn't allow yeah, that. I know. It's just to see what the mm-hmm. other side yeah, does. Yeah. So speak. Uh, so um, we do have one other little thing to, to mention on tonight's podcast. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to mention one thing before that. Not so, lubies. No, not, not lubies. We're done with that. I just wanted to say that I, I'm, I'm, I'm just giggling because I keep hearing... Um, Liberty's like bracelet bangles in the background. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Cindy Lauper during the recording of We Are the World. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where like the the producer, Quincy Jones, was like, I keep hearing this sound and I don't know what it is and we can't figure it out. And Cindy's like, Oh, it's just my bracelets, you know? Well, and every time I hear Liberty's bracelet, it makes me think of that episode of the Brady Bunch oh. when Marsha when they bracelet. were they were building the card house and Marsha had that bracelet on and they kept thinking she was going to knock over the card house and then it wasn't it was the damn dog it was the damn dog (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so um you know shouting out usa for africa we are the world where madonna was not invited but that's okay because a year earlier uh she came out with uh her eponymous album like a virgin which uh is 35 years old happy birthday like a virgin yeah camp 35 years old that's crazy yeah not it even a millennial <laughs> no well yeah what would like a virgin be it, uh gen x no gen z gen's oh yeah. jesus that's crazy it's aged well if you haven't listened to the like a virgin album in a while and if you haven't what the fuck are you doing but um because literally i think i must have all of her albums in rotation at least on a bi-weekly basis i think i there's Maybe one more than others, but I mean, yeah. come on. Think about the hits that came off of that album. We got obviously the title track, "Like a Virgin." You've got "Material Girl." You've got "Over and Over." You've got "Angel." You've got "Dress You Up." Dress you. Up. But here's the Dress thing, though. Up. Here's the thing. I I had not heard "Like a Virgin" in many many years, from beginning to end. And this summer, when we were talking about it in the podcast, blah blah blah, I started listening to it again and. Who knew that over and over again would become my new favorite song for oh, it's a good song. couple of weeks. I mean, you know? it's such a good the whole song. album. I yeah, mean, and then you can go to You Can Dance and get the remix of it. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's Love great. Don't Live Here Anymore, Shooby Doo. I mean, there are so many good songs on the album. To think that, like, because most artists they come out with their first album, that's the album everybody loves, and then they sort of have a little bit of a sophomore slump and not 
her case, her case, it was the complete opposite. Like, yeah, she, you know, made a splash with her first album, but then like a virgin comes out and it's like rockets her to the stratosphere. It was like, she literally became Michael Jackson level. Yeah. And she was so excited about like a virgin that she kind of wanted to forget about her first album. I mean, at one point I think uh, borderline was the single and she just wanted it like, you know, that single run to be done so she could just release the, you know, Like a Virgin. Well, right. Yeah. She performed Like a Virgin on the VMAs and the album hadn't even come out yet. Like yeah. she was like, nope, we're doing it. Did you dress like um, Madonna when you were young, Liberty? Uh, you know, I I really didn't. Because <laughs> um, I, I, I did. <laughs> but... <laughs> You didn't wear bustiers? Well, you know, didn't and, people I mean, wear bustiers? I was constantly wearing bustiers. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I I did wear like the like the mm-hmm. bracelets. I I had a lot of. I you still know, wear my jelly bracelets. bracelets. They keep breaking on me yeah. though because obviously they're like cheap rubber and they snap. But I wore them too. But I told everyone I was inspired by Ricky Schroeder, not Madonna. Oh, silver <laughs> spoons. That's oh, right, my God. style icon. I'm sorry for all of you listeners who might not know half of the references that we speak about, but it's it's something it's part that, of the education. Just Google. I mean, all of these things that you need to Silver Spoons is a really kick-ass theme song, by the way. Silver Spoons is actually on cable now because I have it on my DVR and every week I get just like these gems, you know. Thank God oh, wow. it's not in Disney Plus because I'm not spending more money on another streaming service. No, no. It's it's on, you know, those free cable channels that show, like, all the nostalgic You could shows. probably just YouTube it. I mean, oh, and speaking of YouTube, Like a Virgin, uh, in honor of the 35th uh, anniversary of the Like a Virgin, they just uploaded three remixes, which I think we've already heard. Really? This is Warner <clears throat> Warner Music put this out? On Madonna's channel. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Um, Tony Come Lately. I, no one told me. Seriously. I had no idea. Well, and that's how I felt about the God Control remix. Here, everyone's <laughs> listening to the God Control remix for a month, except for me. And that was the one song I waited for. I kept, you know, everyone's like, ooh, dark ballet. I'm like, I just want God Control. I just want disco. And Listen, this happens to me all the time. People always say, well, I assumed as a fan you'd know. Oh, and I'm God. like, well, you know what? Um, a little charity never hurt anybody. Yeah. Chuck me some Madonna. <laughs> yeah. But yes, apparently there's um, a Like a Virgin remix, a Dress You Up remix, and an Angel remix. But I think that we've all heard them already. Is it the Angel remix with the clapping in the beginning? Oh, I actually, I haven't heard that one yet. I just listened to Dress You Up when I was at the gym. All right. So give those all a listen, you know, and also uh, keep your eye out for the God Control Offer Nissan Uh <laughs> Stefan hasn't heard it yet, remix. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, they so um and Madonna's um Facebook page, they said today that um Madonna's on Facebook? Yeah, well her people. <laughs> um they said that they're gonna be doing like some contests and some giveaways for like a virgin. There's gonna be special like a virgin merchandise, which I actually at my first when I first read it this afternoon, I was like, Oh, that's kind of lame. But then I was like no, I don't have any like a virgin merchandise at all. I'm like, fuck, here we go again. Here we go again. Just in time for Christmas. Break open your wallets. Madame X, Madame X is here to take some more cash. Speaking of merchandise, Liberty, what did you get? Oh, yes. You know, the Madame X bracelet. Uh, I didn't. The Madame X bracelet is that what we're hearing? <laughs> I didn't buy anything. Um, it's funny because I. I looked at all of the shirts. Also, they had like a little pop-up at Caesars. Oh, I saw that. Aaron actually posted that. Vision Aaron posted that on his account. It looked like the pop-up shop here in New York. (gasps) 
rude. Except I didn't think it was as, it didn't look as well, mm -hmm. like, stocked if that yeah. makes sense but they did have something that i would that i wanted and then i thought oh well it'll probably be inside because i didn't realize there was a difference um they had like a journal which i don't know if that was at the new york it's store. actually online i've been journal. thinking about it if i get one more thing oh, okay, i good. need to get a book a journal <laughs> i just <laughs> to go with my confessions on a dance carry. floor journal you know? wait it's just the madame x like a like a moleskin. Yeah, it's like a moleskin, and then it has like uh, the XM logo oh. embossed on the It has yeah. the manifesto. Oh, I didn't see that front. at the pop up or the. Um, did they have it at the BAM? Yeah, I saw it. I they saw did. It. Yeah. No, I was blind. It was hit. It was yeah, hidden along the, with the uh, shot the glasses. Oh, I see. I see. I just i I wasn't looking had... at the merch because I had spent already too much mm. money on that damn jacket, which I sleep in. By the way, <laughs> I, I the sleep in the jacket there. just so I can know I get the money. I, I, I was worth well spent. <laughs> I, I I did look at the jacket, but I did not try on the jacket. Uh, just I'm telling you, once you put that jacket on, it's yeah. like, seriously, it's like that scene in Desperately Seeking Susan when Rosanna Arquette puts that jacket on and she looks at herself wearing it in the mirror and she knows in the, the next scene you see is her rolling up in her house in Fort Lee, New Jersey <laughs> with the bag. And she's like, Oh, she, she got the jacket. That's exactly what happens when you put that tour jacket. Yeah. On. Whenever I see that jacket, I avert my eyes because I know it's a bad, <laughs> bad scene for me. Good thing. Yeah. I, good thing. I didn't do, I, I just didn't want to carry mm -hmm. anything. You just I don't wear know the jacket I, home. Being... That's the best part. <laughs> you know, you still have, you still have <laughs> another show true. coming up. Liberty. Don't say, never say never. No, I, I, I will I recommend do. get yourself a program. The tour book is really nice. It's, Tony it's plays really good. Tony plays with the cutout dolls in the. I mean, he has he has them. He has <laughs> them with playing them right with them now. Right now. I love the paper dolls, especially the one that the ones that look like the handmade. And I also <laughs> have sent all the postcards out to all my friends. Dear, it's a very interactive oh tour book. <laughs> Dear friend, I love Madame X. Signed Tony. No, on the back on the back of the. Like um, on the back of the postcards, it says like greetings from the Madame X show. And I'm like, um, you're not allowed to do anything at the Madame X show, <laughs> much less send a postcard. So like, stop lying. No, but that's why you got them. See, yeah, so right? you can write your friends while you're <laughs> right. waiting until midnight for Fill your them show out, to start. Yes. And be like, I've been, it's day 723. I've been waiting I'm for the show to begin. I'm hungry. We haven't eaten. Well, there's like maps behind me, you know, like, yeah. oh, but oh, God. Oh, Madame X. Well, liberally, lib liberally, liberty, 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 <laughs> hashtag not an ad. Yeah, seriously. Uh, how many, how many <laughs> sponsorships can we not get know, in this right? episode? Well, I'm glad we made the Texas connection. Liberty, it's always so nice to talk to you. I love seeing your Instagram posts. Uh, please tell everyone your Instagram handle so they can follow you as well. It is at so very liberty. Yes, we're gonna repost her her amazing outfit with that jacket because it's I I, I ripped some of those uh, the boomerangs that some of the people were posting. There's it's so good. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, thank you. I mean i i I was um I was proud of it, and then when Aaron saw it and said something about it, I was real <laughs> proud. And I thought, okay, I mean that to me is you know, from one artist to another. I mean, obviously with fans saying yeah. something about it, that also felt really good just because he, what he said was, I appreciate when people yeah. make an effort, which I could take either way. <laughs> right. But I thought, um, I'm going to take it as a compliment. And cause you know, 
I just like to do something. I did ghost town during rebel heart and, and I just had not, I had no ideas. So, well, and it was fortuitous then that half of Vegas wasn't dressing up because then you shined. Mm-hmm. Hey, like a beautiful star. Even the star. Lyft driver on my way home, she, even she was like, girl, I like your jacket. And I was like, thanks. Yeah, it was, it was really good. She only saw the front. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I hope that you have a great time in Los, Los Angeles. And I hope that Madam X makes all your dreams come true by coming on early and... Not too early. Not too early. You don't yeah. want it too early. <laughs> but yeah. Not too early, but I'll be on Texas time, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, we uh, send us some photos or, um, you know, any um, mementos of, like, you know, the friends that you met up with in L.A., and we can put them on the, you know, we can put it on the Instagram. And, yeah, we'd just love to share your experience since people will be getting to know you through this episode. Yeah, we'll be living vicariously through you in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Okay. I definitely will. And I thank you guys so much for having me as a friend on the, on the show. And, um, I absolutely live for your oh, podcast. Thanks. We didn't pay her to say that by the way, gets, people. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm telling you like every week I'm like, and then it comes and then I'm just, I've got to share it. I'm hoping other people will, mm-hmm. will catch on. And, um, you know, for me, it's this is this this is my tribe. Oh, Madonna people back are my at tribe. You, babe. Thank you for saying um, that. I, I I feel so grateful every week that I talk to you know all these amazing people that you know just giving me a little line saying like I listen to you on my way to work or you put a smile on my face today and I'm such a dork that I'm like really that's <laughs> awesome. I'm glad I could do that and you guys do it for me too. You it's know? Madonna. She Madonna yeah. makes the people, people come, come together. together. I yeah. mean, come on, yeah, it's she it's does. true. Uh, but yeah, thanks everybody for, for listening, for tuning in. We appreciate all the love that we get all the time. And we hope that we are giving you love back. Finally, enough love. Finally. So follow us on Pod... Wait, Podbean? Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Everywhere. Luminary. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, we will be there. Also, follow us on Instagram at MLBC Podcast and also on our website, MLBCPodcast.com. Until next time, we'll see you guys. See ya. Bye.